Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're up. You're up. Lord, hey! <laughs> Very good. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Nice. Yes. Good job, my man. Yeah. There you go. Good job. You see, you got to, Mace, you got to give the honors. I agree. When you have a big crowd like we have here today at Nixo with the Time East Central. Time to play. Yeah. Right. You have a big crowd. You're like, hey, who wants the honors? This guy was the first guy to say, I want the honors. He got the love boat. So, Cappy, you're dressed really nice today. You, you know what I love about square. this? Is that a, is well, it a sport coat or is it's, it, it's, you know, it's, is it's, it part of a oh, it's suit? Part of it. It's connected. Yeah. Is you're, it a sport coat or part of a suit? Nah, just a sport coat. I love the lining yeah. of this coat. It kind of makes it. It looks like it's from the Morales collection. It might be. Yeah, I mean, that's a, you've got a very, you know, distinguished look, yeah. I think. It's yeah, a good look. I feel oh, like Mace, today you're about a, to get happy. Chris Ward's here from the Green Oh, Chris Ward in the house. Chris Ward is in the house. My brother, yeah, my brother. We love this guy. Look at this. Nice. Weed for everybody. We don't have to put him on video right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weed for everybody. Yes. Chris, it's always great to see so, Chris. Shadano. Yeah. Um, they. I, uh, I, I was looking for a place to crash for a few hours before the game. And oh, I, this I, is okay. an interesting dilemma. I'm it curious, is. George, what you will we'll recommend Mace does. So I'm like, maybe there's an empty room. I can crash till 630 and go over to the game when the game right. started to start all that. And Cappy goes, you can use my room. And I said, did you have it cleaned? He said, no. I'm not staying in okay, Cappy's Now, hold room. on. Hold on. Now, is there a double bed? I, no. I want to add to the story. Hold yeah, on. I want to okay, add to the story. Ahead. Earlier today, Morales sends me a text. And he said, hey, Mace is looking for a place to crash in between. His show and going to the game. Yeah. Morale, Why do you need to crash? Because I want to crash. Morales. I got, work to, I got work to do. No. I got oh. work to do. Right. Morales already has checked out of the East Central. Okay. My room, which yesterday I had cleaned. Uh-huh. I got back last night after about halftime of the Clipper game. Yep. I went to sleep. I woke up this morning. I went. I've been at 710 since, you know, 738 o'clock right, this morning. Right. I worked there this afternoon. Yeah. The place is... I'm telling you, is spotless. the bed made? The, it's like pulled up. I didn't have like the cleaning yeah. people didn't make it. No. I pulled it up. No. But if you're Thank just you. gonna work, what do you need yeah, the bed right. for? Right? Why do you care? Because it would crash on the bed. No, you sit at the desk. Yeah, if you're gonna do work. Nobody what work, work are you actually gonna do? I, I've got all kinds of podcast stuff I got to work on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, well, if you're gonna do that, just go back to the office. Mace, nah. I, I actually, I just want to be relaxed. Listen to me. I cleaned the room, knowing that you, you were coming. Cleaned the room. I took the the hotel hand lotion and put it back in the bathroom. Wow. Rather yeah. than have it by my bed. I mean, Lord so, knows what he did with right, the Right, so that you don't yeah. think I was doing something <laughs> yeah. with the lotion. Hey, exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Now, now, Mace, I will make one admission to you. Okay, admit. I do sleep in the buff. Oh, God. Uh, that that oh. decides oh. it. I was naked on oh. those sheets. Overdone. I don't even want to visualize You sleep this naked in a hotel? Yeah. Mm. You don't? Yeah, I don't mm. either. You sleep naked at home? No, not really. I okay. never sleep naked. Oh, yeah. I'm naked all the I time. Think it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> exactly. No matter, it doesn't matter how cold it is. I sleep naked all the time. Yeah, good for you. But naked. Yeah. Now I will tell you this. Okay. I only slept naked on the left side of the bed. <laughs> the right side of the bed, I promise I don't know about you, you, I'm is out. Completely I'm, I'm clean. I'm so out. Completely clean. <laughs> I'm so out. I folded the towels in yeah, the bathroom if you wanted out. to shower. One hundred percent out. 
Oh, if my you didn't God. mention Zero. the you naked have access stuff, to the TV I, building? I was mace. I was no, considering. They don't let me in there. I was considering it until he mentioned the naked stuff. Yeah, the naked. I, by I the way, you screwed it up with the naked. I stuff. have the key right here. Hand it off. To I have the, the key. Side <laughs> the, the I love thought. Boat. I thought Let I was, the love boat guy go. I thought your boat. I was doing you a favor, man. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was doing you a favor. Room nine oh six. I thought it was all just, for you. Just use Bergman's office. If you're gonna do work, go ahead. No one's in there. Yeah. Okay. I'm be here. See. Still gonna get a room at the. I don't understand. I'm gonna crash out. He oh, wants so to you, sleep. You, you well, he does want to sleep. Right. I want to cry. I sit in the bed. I work on my computer. I do my work. That's how I work. I don't. I can't right. work. I sleep. Let's get back. Like let's that. get back to. Have either one yeah, of you? Yeah. Let's get back to something important. Yeah. Like this. Have either one of you seen the greatest night in pop? Oh, oh I my saw, God. I, I haven't finished it yet, but I got. Okay. But I got Amazing. to the Waylon Jennings part. Now, is, is Mason not Waylon yes, Jennings? Yes. 100. I am not Waylon. In Jennings. this equation, okay. When Stevie Wonder, and I don't mean to blow it for anybody, but I'll give a small detail. Yeah. Stevie Wonder is nowhere to be found. Right. Michael Jackson's trying to call Stevie Wonder. And, and he wouldn't and, call him And back. Lionel Rich. And they, nobody has cell phones. Nobody has email. And they're trying to get a hold of Stevie Wonder because they want Stevie to help write the song. Yes. Stevie shows up that night thinking he's there to write the song. Song's already done. Done. So now Stevie starts to insert himself. I want some Swahili in here. Exactly. And Waylon Jennings is like, guys... It's, it's getting late. We're not really doing a lot of recording. It's I getting don't hot speak here. Right. And and the producers, what was the producer? Not Quincy Jones, but who was the other producer? Ken Cragen. No, 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 not him. The other one that, that explained to, to Stevie that in Ethiopia they don't speak Swahili, so it's not actually a good idea. I don't right. remember who the producer was. Right. And, and so Waylon Jennings kind of gets pissed. Yeah. And he's like, you that know what? You. I'm out of here. It he stormed be. out. I'd be there. You stormed off the field in Fullerton. I'd be. You stormed off oh, the field. There you go. Yeah, 20 years ago. See, now we're bringing in some grub oh, here. No, oh, no, there we no, The food never shows up. We're bring, here. No, no, we're. Bringing, I didn't even get a drink. I literally have not eaten one calorie of food today, and I'm like, we're going to start ordering it up. Yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, eat up. Yeah, we're going eat up. To. So Ireland, when they when you go to the game, it will be a normal. I mean, obviously, the unveiling is at 3.30. Right. But will there be any pregame ceremony, anything everybody, like that? Everybody that's going to the game is getting a shirt. They're giving them out shirts to everybody. And the the imaging throughout the game will be Kobe-related. Right. That makes sense. And the game starts at 7. There's no, like, pregame, get in your seats by 6.30, anything like no, that. No, I, I can actually share this with people. This okay. is inside information. Got it. The game will not tip. Until seven fifteen at the earliest, at the, right? Because it's, it's the second of game, of, game, second uh, game of a TNT doubleheader. Yeah. I, they sent me to run a show. It's seven fifteen, and George will understand this. Unless you have if, a slide, if there's not a slide, yeah. right? So they are allowed to slide. slide the game up to ten minutes if the first game runs late. I don't know what the first game is. Do you? I don't either. Yeah. Um, hey, so are you? Um, are you gonna like change your gear or? Are you no, dressed? this is me. Okay. Now, are we gonna so go to Hyde tonight, you and me? Yeah, or? I'll go to Hyde. Okay, we gotta go. See. I, I mean, I'm not. Are you gonna go to the Lexus Club and pay for his seventy five dollar? No. Price? Why no, not? But I might go to the Lexus Club and pay my own $75. Okay, I've never yeah. eaten at the Lexus Club. Let's go. Let's All go right, to the Lexus Club it. tonight. I'm in. All right. Yeah, you meet Kate. All right, go back to the greatest night in pop for yeah. a second. Oh, you you made the point about Waylon Jennings. Yeah. But yeah. you know that somebody told me today, and I think there's a, an age discrepancy. Um, a younger friend of mine today, 35 years old, told me, completely overrated documentary. Uh-huh. Right. Well, because he doesn't know any of the characters. It, because yet none of those people, he wasn't born when, when all those guys were huge stars. I can tell you specifically, Juan fell asleep. Not yeah. his I'm surprised. Not his era. Juan, I'm surprised yeah, liked it Juan's as much 10 years as younger. Because yeah. I didn't think Laura would know who any of those people were, but she loved it. I got to tell you, man, I thought 
you either have to be a music connoisseur, like lover, yep. if you're young, like someone who un, who like is an old soul a little bit about music, or you live or, through it, or right, or someone who's old enough. Yeah, like I, I was seven, but I knew who all those people were at that time. See, I was a DJ, right? Uh, when this record came out, it was a gigantic deal, and all those artists were like at their peak. Yes, yeah. was Purple Rain, Cindy so Lauper. Cindy Lauper was there because of, instead of Madonna, I heard you guys right. talking about this yeah. because she won the Grammy. And that was the deciding or, factor. Or but, the, no, it was, a, it was an American music American award. American music award. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah. here's yeah. an interesting side note. Cindy Lauper's boyfriend at the time heard the song because they sent yes. out cassettes to everybody. Yeah. And her boyfriend goes, don't go. It's horrible. It's not. This it's is not, not a, a good song yeah. at all. Yeah. And she, I, they never really explained why she went regardless. Anyway. Yeah. Well, probably because of FOMO. When you saw the right. other people that were going, yeah. it was like, I'm not, I mean. I'm Spring, not missing out on that. Springsteen, yeah. Michael Jackson, Daryl yes. Hall. I mean, come on. It's on are... Netflix, by the way, and I am not Waylon Jennings. When you watch the show and see Waylon Jennings, do not think of me. Uh, but do think you know of what? Chris Morales when Al Jarreau gets loaded. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Maybe that, maybe, yes, maybe Mace is right. Could be both. No, yeah. Two things can be true at once. Exactly. Yeah, two things can be true. Exactly. He, can be, he can be Jarreau, but you're definitely Waylon Jennings. No, 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 no wait. No. Maybe, Mace, maybe. you would be absolutely the first person. By the way. Yeah, but but maybe Who, but maybe did, not. Oh, but, but, oh, sorry about that. But just maybe just not. Say I'm not in on this. All right, but maybe not. Wait, what if I throw another idea at you, John? Okay. Okay. Maybe instead of Mace being Waylon Jennings, maybe he's Sheila E. <laughs> like we used you to get we to Prince. We used him to right. get to who? Who were well, we getting to? Well, to get to? no, she just felt very insulted. She like should. She, she didn't feel like she was she actually really left. there. She was super disrespectful. Mason one she time was. got so mad he he walked out of a show. When? I think George. I think he was mad at you. Oh, it was the McVeigh? Yeah. Yeah, you are way legit. You the... walked out too. No, he didn't. No, I, I, he he literally said to I me until the end of the cross, and he said. This, he after we were done, he said it's a really good bit. Keep it going, and you said I don't think it's a good bit, and stormed you off. And you lost a friend. Oh, that was you lost a friend. Right. Day. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> of course you're. So Waylon I, have my, I have my ups and I have my downs. Okay. Like Waylon, like Waylon Jennings. Jennings. They got you on a double Waylon Jennings here. I tried to save Damn. you with Sheila E. I know. She, I don't want to be Sheila E. She was just there so they could get pranked. Although like, you'd be really good on the drums. Be good on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> she was at her peak too. A yeah. uh, glamorous life was all right yeah. then. She's a, she's a pain in the ass, by the way. It, you well, know, yeah, oh, that's really right. You've got a thing with her. I, Sheila and I have a thing. But yeah, there's so many Prince. people you have things with. I know. It's, uh, I it's don't a long know list. Why. I don't yeah. know why that is. Yeah, you have a long I've got a yeah. very short list. You've got a long, there's long a list. There's a Twitter account uh, called at uh, Radio Michael, which is a big at Michael, Radio yeah. Michael fan. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's so, keeping track and of And he keeps a list of Cappy's list. Like 25 people. Right. I don't know how you live like that, man. Buried those hatchets. Well, I heard what you guys were saying earlier about Shaq and Kobe and how the hatchet was buried. Be yeah. like that. Well, I would love to. I mean, if I if I were able to see Sheila, is e, there anyone you wouldn't bury the hatchet with that you have no interest in burying the hatchet with? Pro- probably Dean Spanos. Oh, that's, oh yeah. 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 yeah, Dean Spanos. Probably Dean Spanos. What about the guy who works at ESPN Radio? Oh, uh, Joe oh. Fortenbaugh. Yeah, yeah no. Because you don't even know. I don't even know the guy. Yeah. And honestly, I keep thinking to myself, he does these Instagram lives. Okay. Where he like does like, betting stuff. And yeah, you sure. Just and jump I keep, in. I keep thinking, I'm going to jump into one yeah, of these Instagram not. lives. Do not jump and in. give him a hard no, time. Don't do that. Do not agitate. call him a name and tell him I'm going to kick his little ass. How do, about that? Do not uh, agitate. agitate. Let's move on. Yeah, Kathy. Bergman's like, yeah, we don't Bergman. Oh, uh, Bergman gets sensitive corporate, corporate, uh, sensitive yeah. corporate information. Right, yeah. He is a person. Keep eating pizza, Bergman. Let's just move on. Keep eating pizza pie. Moving on. Moving it's on. Really good it's a nice looking flatbread here at the East Central. So, it John, is a good flatbread. Are you surprised they didn't do anything, the Lakers? A little. I thought they would do something around the margins, but. Yeah. Um, With those second round picks. Yeah. They. Uh, but when I looked for what people went for, like 
Buddy Heald went for like two players in three seconds. Kelly Olynyk went for a first. Yeah, so yeah. I just think that, that there were more buyers than sellers, and that kind of shut the Lakers out. What? Yeah. But I didn't want Russell to get traded, so I'm happy. Yeah, what me did too. the Knicks get from – what did they give up They for traded the a bunch of young players, Quentin Grimes and like three, like two or three young players. I loved players what the Knicks And picks, second-round picks. And a, and a bunch of second-round picks for Bogdanovich and Burke. The amazing thing is they sort of read – did their roster without giving was, up a number one Was Malachi one Flynn part of that trade? Did yes. It? Yes, okay. Malachi Flynn went yeah. How did you know that? Yeah. Come on, man. So you're rocking it. When did what you mean? start? What do you mean, how did I know that? I'm an, I, dude, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm getting right. closer. You're, 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 you're an orbiter. I'm closer getting, to what? He's not an insider. <laughs> he's not an outsider anymore. Right. He said he's an orbiter. Yeah. Yeah. He's orbiting yeah. the inside. I'm, I'm trying to get close to the inside. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. we actually should let you guys talk because your show is getting uh, it's getting usurped at 3.30 to carry the Kobe statue, yes. right? Can't. What's that? They keep going to 20. Oh, you can okay. leave. They go to the Okay. 20. Hey, uh, one right. thing I forgot to mention is Game of Games is brought to you by our friend Jacob and Ronnie. Don't forget, if you're involved in any kind of accident, you want Jacob. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Or go to calljacob.com. We'll have the unveiling live, and we'll have yeah. the commentary from Shadano and Cap. I'll tell you where I will not be for the next couple not of hours. Not in Cappy's room. Not in Cappy's <laughs> room. Here's the king. Here's the king. Now, room 906. Keep it. keep it. See you tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN. You guys keep talking. Oh, wait, oh, we're staying on? We're staying on? We're staying on? Okay. All right, we'll see. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Yeah. While we're, wait till 320. While we're on the air, <laughs> no, while wait we're on the air, I'm going to move... I'm going to move everything over here. Yeah. Okay? You move. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Ask me a question. Are you surprised at the number of people that are on the streets here in downtown no, LA? No, not one bit. Okay, because uh, yeah. I because knowing that you can't get in and that you can't see the statue, yeah. I'm a little surprised. I'm not. But let me tell you something, George. Yeah. Um, this has been going on for hours. Yeah. Because as you know, I live here at the East Central Hotel. I know. You've been watching it. You're like a voyeur. I, if you check my Twitter. What's the room, 804? Uh, 906. 906. Right. If you check my Twitter, gosh darn it, what'd you guys spill all over the floor? Oh, no. That, brand new kicks. There was that was some, Mason. I'm right sorry. at the yeah, beginning of the show, very, he dropped he, his sticky here. These, these are my brand new Travis Scott. I, I mean, Scots. I don't know what to tell you. These are my brand those new nice, Travis Scott. You know, nice. Like these so, are unreleased. No, they're, they're fantastic. Anybody shoes. here who's a sneakerhead is going to see these yeah. and want to take them right off my it's feet. It's a little sticky. Don't stand here. Right. Yeah. Don't okay. stand here. That's why you're on that side. Okay. So here's the deal. So I'm telling you, George, that. What time is it right now? It's 3.13. Yeah. See where this cop car is right here on Figueroa? Yeah. Okay. Earlier today, the guy who has the Kobe vehicle. Kobe Hellcat 24. Yeah, he's down the street now. Okay. That guy was right here, okay? And there was a crowd of about 500 people on the street. Now, people are driving by, and you got ladies like that walk around. They're like, get out of the way. I'm trying to look at the car myself. And I'm like, girlfriend... You ain't doing nothing, man. There's a huge crowd of people here. See where all these TV trucks are? Yeah. There were cops in cop cars. I mean, there must have been 15, 20 cop cars. Right. Cops on motorcycles pushing people out of the way. People are showing up with, like, stock cars that have Kobe stuff all over them uh, on trailers. Now we're seeing these ad vehicles that are driving around downtown L.A. Yeah. The streets of downtown Los Angeles and the courtyard of L.A. Live is like Mardi Gras right now. I'm not joking. It, it, well, I, I'm not surprised in the least because anytime they've had a statue unveiling, there's always been a big crowd, even though they weren't necessarily always open to the public. But for this one in particular, the, mo- the most anticipated one of them all, I don't think there's any question that there will be, I would venture to guess, there'll be nearly 
five to ten times as many people as we get closer to this thing uh, over the next hour when that thing is going on and, and being done. Well, let me tell you something. Thank goodness that the rain has gone away for however long. Because last night, I went over to the Clipper game. I watched the Clippers get ham-slammed in the first half, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to stick around. Now, I will. I did stick around long enough in the 710 suite. By the way, that's where the party's at. Should you ever get an invite to the 710 suite, take advantage. Yeah. You know what I did last night, George? What did you do? I took a hot dog bun. Okay. All right? I took the hot dog bun, yeah. and I put it into the actual vat that is has, like, the uh, chicken uh, tenders right. in it, right? For, like, 30 seconds. You just like to heat it up? Nice and soft and, yeah. like, spongy, right? Yeah, yeah. But then I took... Chicken tender taste on it? Th then I took the chicken tenders, and the buffalo chicken tenders. There. I put them in the hot dog bun. Then I spread it lagubriously, by the way, with, with, with ranch dressing yeah. over the top of right. it. So you did a chicken tender dog. Correct. Yeah. And let me tell you something. It was out of this world. Right. Then, after eating that chicken tender dog... And watching the first half of that Clipper game, I was like, you know what? I'm out of here. Yeah. I leave. Dude, the rain last night. We've had really torrential rain, rain for the last the few weeks, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The rain last night, leaving at halftime, was insanity. I was walking through puddles like two inches deep, dude. Okay? It was crazy. How did you walk through puddles that were two inches deep and I left the game... An hour and a half, an hour and change later, and there were no puddles anywhere. That was because there was tremendous uh, flow of water okay. down into the sewer oh, system. I guess, yeah. Thank goodness I was wearing those cool Skechers yesterday. Yes. They had that like extra, extra inch and a half. Inch you know half. what I mean? Yeah. These right here, dude. Oh, these you would have been in trouble. These are done. These are yeah. toast. By right the way, here. these Travis Scott, these are nice. Take a look at these. Look at the back these of them. These are solid. Dude, oh, look at those. Solid? They're beyond solid. These are not They're released beautiful. yet, bro. They're, how did you get those? I got them because you you'll love guy. this story. No, I don't have a guy. You're going to love this story. One of my best buddies. You stalked Travis Scott? No, <laughs> no, no. That would you be good, though. That would be Twitter? good. One of my best buddies for Christmas ordered himself a pair of these bad boys. Right. By accident, don't ask me how, by accident, he ordered two pairs. Right. So rather so than return the second pair, yeah. he hooked a brother up. Right. And you and, wear the same size. And luckily. Yeah. And that is how I am wearing this ridiculously expensive and inaccessible pair of Travis Scott Nikes, which now have, like, soda all over the bottom of them or something. Yeah, you're fine. I know. I can't even move. Every time I go to move, I it's feel like I'm going to fall out of here. them. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why I wear dirty shoes. Yeah. No, nah, not me. Today, I feel like this event is, is like, bigger than even a playoff game. You know? I'm not, it does have a playoff game kind of feel right. to it. Right. I think that this is a big, big sporting event. Yeah. This is a big historical day. Well, this is, again, as I mentioned earlier, one of the most anticipated unveilings that we've had over there. And then tomorrow, everybody and, – and I love – this is the part of the, the, of the city that doesn't get enough credit in the sense of the type of community there is around the teams. But in this particular team, in this instance – an incredible amount of community for this particular player who, unlike really the only person that compares in regards to the way he's viewed, is Magic Johnson in my estimation. And that's literally because generations saw both of them grow up in front of their eyes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, Kobe, you know, Magic came here, obviously very young uh, from Michigan State. Um, but Kobe came here even younger than Magic. Right. So an entire generation, and actually multiple generations because he played 20 years, yep. um, saw him grow up in front of their eyes uh, in, in good moments, in not-so-good moments. And, and, you know, listen, I'll never forget, okay, 
and, and I want to bring this down to a place that's very, you know, sorrowful now at the moment. But I will never forget the outpouring of emotion when he passed. And the a week's worth of people. There was 40 times as many people here for a week. And, and it was a celebration of sorts, too. It wasn't just... You know, morning like it turned. It started that way, but then it turned into like bandas coming here and celebrating life. Guys bringing their own hoops and shooting outside. It was an incredible thing to witness as it kind of metamorphosized over the time. And I think that there's only one human being in the sports landscape that brings people together like that, and it was this gentleman. Yeah, it's just a, it's an amazing thing. And so here we are today at the East Central. We're at the Nixo Lounge, which, by the way, this is the way the Nixo Lounge is supposed to be. Alive. Alive. Okay? With all these house guests, okay? Um, Amazing. Truly amazing. Go ahead. I like that. I've been hearing it. Up on the ninth floor, I could hear it. Kobe. I like it. There you go. I'm telling you, it's amazing. All are right. you going to take us to break or do yes. I take us? No, I'm going to tell everybody about prize picks for a quick oh, second. Oh, you got to have a prize picks yeah. tonight. All right, I do. Are you I taking do. the Joker? I am not sure what I'm going to do yet. I do not what I'm I'm not sure. Here's the deal. I want to tell everybody this. Listen. Big game is Sunday. Yeah. Prize picks is giving you a gift. You got a free Patrick Mahomes deal, right? Half a yard passing. Oh, come on. Half a yard passing. So if you've not yet made your first deposit on prize picks, they match your first deposit 100% up to $100. You can use Apple Pay on your phone, makes it really really fast. Football season's winding down. Basketball season's heating up. Now's your time to get involved at PrizePix. PrizePix.com slash Cappy. PrizePix.com slash Cappy. And then let's bring everybody back here to my home away from home. Sounds good. We'll be back in just a moment. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Come on now, Cappy! Yeah. 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 You probably should bring me down. I'm a, I'm a screamer. Bing, ba-da, bing. Bing, ba-da, bing. Bing, ba-da, bing. Bing, ba-da, bing. 
right, so we are 90 seconds away from tossing to Spectrum Sports where they'll have the statue unveiling. I just want to shout out all the people that showed up here to the Knicks yeah. Lounge today. Yeah. Thank you guys yeah. for coming out. We appreciate the support that you give this radio station every single day. Trust me when I tell you that. Although, as I'm scanning the crowd, everybody's got their nice jerseys on, their jackets on, right? I'm, but the dude who has got it going on here, yeah. Is my man right there in that warm-up? Brother right here. That warm-up yeah. is the brother nicest right here. thing What's going on? that anybody's What's good? got What's on good? here today. Yeah, what's uh -oh. cracking like it? Uh -oh. yeah, yeah. That's a badass warm-up right there. Oh, dude, that's old school is what that is. Yeah, take a look at this right here get, on YouTube. Get that man on video. Take yeah, a look exactly. at that. Exactly. Come on. And then turn around because it's got the L.A. behind it. There oh, you dude, go. so badass. That is badass. So good looking. I am I'm, so jealous. I would... I needed to shout that man out because that is dope. Wait, well, here, you want to use, use a megaphone? Here, use the megaphone if you want to talk to the crowd. Go ahead. Go ahead. Use the megaphone. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he's from Jersey. But he's a Laker fan. Yeah. He's a Laker fan. All right, so we're getting ready to hand this thing off, huh? All right, yeah, we are. So Spectrum Sports is going to have all – you can't hear him on anyway. Yeah, it was a bad idea by me. Spectrum Sports <laughs> – is going to have the, the statue unveiling here momentarily in about 10 seconds. So Cappy and I will sit here. Uh, the crowd and us, we're all going to watch this live on Spectrum Sports, and you're going to be able to hear it live here on the home of the Los Angeles Lakers, 710 ESPN. Keep going. But I guess we'll keep going. Well, that's because Spectrum hasn't exactly started. But here we go. We're getting ready to get this thing yeah, started. Well, I mean, you told me to hit 3.30 on the nose. I know. I hit 3.30 on the nose. You did. You did a nice job. On the nose. I mean, Good job. It was 3.30. It was 3.29.58, uh, and you were, yeah. like, so close yeah. to nailing it. I nailed it. You did nail it. And then I hit it right on the nail. And then uh, we here we go. So now they're starting. Let's toss. Arena. Spectrum Kobe Sports. Bryant There's Gator. statue unveiling. Beautiful shot. Looking down. Chris McGee along with Mike Bresnahan. A look inside the tent as they get ready for the ceremony. Just a couple of minutes away. Kobe had a Hall of Fame career in two jerseys. As number eight, he played two, uh, excuse me, 10 seasons, had close to 19,000 points, 24 points a game, 707 games, won three championships. And then look at number 24, Bres, almost identical in terms of the production. Crazy. Did, did you put this graphic together? No. This, this, this no. is amazing, Geet. This is, this is good research right here. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was that close, 10, 10 to 10 seasons. I mean, two completely different mindsets, too. Obviously, eight, kind of the, the, kind of the brash, up-and-coming teenager, figuring his way out in the NBA, powered to win three championships with the brute force of Shaquille O'Neal. And then kind of the, the elder statesman, Kobe Bryant, the veteran, uh, pushing and pulling the Lakers to two more titles uh, after they acquired Pau Gasol in February of 2008. Love seeing Pau here today. Hopefully, Lamar Odom will be here as well. A couple of their uh, players from, from those teams. But, Guy, I just love that the two completely distinct types of careers that Kobe had. But he, he was the exact same guy, trust me, mentally, for all that. When I say Kobe, does 8 pop into your head or is 24? 24, only because I covered him for yeah, a lot more in 24. I really did get the second half of his career when I was a writer at the LA Times. Yeah, I, I, How about you? It's, it's just crazy to think that 24 enters my mind now, too, because there was a time where I thought it was only, only. number 8. Yep, that is no Kobe doubt. being Bryant. All right, enjoy this. The ceremony, the statue unveiling for Kobe Bryant, 2-8-24. Kobe forever. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen.
2-8-24. What a historic occasion. At this time, will you please welcome the president of Crypto.com Arena, Peacock Theater, and LA Live, a warm welcome for Mr. Lee Zeitman. What a calming voice. It's always a great to hear Lawrence Cantor make an announcement. You know you're at a historic Laker event. Good afternoon, and on behalf of the Los Angeles and Lakers and AEG, welcome to Crypto.com Arena and LA Live. I'd like to thank you all for joining us today as we unveil our 12th statue and seventh Laker legend at Star Plaza, and to honor and celebrate one of the most incredible athletes of all time and one of the most important people in the history of this city, Kobe Bryant. As the first employee of what was then Staples Center, now Crypto.com Arena, I know quite a bit about how this arena was constructed. And the more time I spent watching Kobe play here, the more I understood why many referred to this as the house that Kobe built. Now, part of my job involves watching a lot of sporting events. I could tell you in my 40-plus year career and being involved in over 6,500 events, I have never, ever saw anybody with Kobe's ability light up a crowd, take a game on his back, and change its outcome with his immense talent and sheer force of will. There is absolutely no one more fitting to be recognized here at Star Plaza with a statue than Kobe Bryant. And it's a great pleasure and honor to be part of what we're doing here today. Now let's take a look back at some of Kobe's most iconic moments on the court. I think the Pacers really had any idea of the confidence or the ambition that was inside of me. I've had sprained ankles in middle school and high school, and I've had ankles really, really swollen. I played through them. So I've played through pain before. It was just a matter of playing well at the highest level against top-level players. Now you know that Kobe's going to take over the game. Kobe is going to try to attack. Here he is over Jackson. How good is this kid? Eight seconds remaining. The final game of the regular season. The Lakers looking for their 56th victory. Kobe with it, guarded by Patterson. Uh, at that moment, it just became about finding some gap where I could elevate and get a good look at the rim. Staying outside the arc, dribbling. Patterson keeps his feet. Kobe forces. Oh! He made it! This crowd is in complete shock. The shot to win it, that was vastly more complex. One second remaining in double overtime. The Blazers lead it 104-102. Theo Ratliff came out of nowhere. <laughs> came out of nowhere. And he was so close to block. I mean, he was like, I mean, a fingernail away. I just had a lot of motivation that game. Deep three. Got it! 
Dell was on the other side, I said, okay, this is my time, this is my chance to pay Dell back for not pay, you know, playing me all those minutes my first year. <laughs> I don't believe it. Okay. 62 for Kobe. I take it back. <laughs> he is good. He has more than Dallas has. And that summer, I really, I put a lot of time in the gym. I put a lot of time on the track. I could run all day and run at a high speed all day long. So it's like there could be games where I do have 80 points. I felt like I was having a special night when Lamar kept reminding me that I was having a special night. And every time out, he'd come to me and say, you can't get 50. Well, that's 51. And the next time he just looks at me, he goes, you can't get 60. Cody goes straight to the dribble. 61 points. And then by the last time he says, well, go on and get 80 then. <laughs> and an 81-point game. Listen to this crowd for number eight, Kobe Bryant. Suits game four between the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. Tied up, reach in. Luke winning the jump ball was the most surprising thing that happened that entire game. <laughs> Once I had control of the ball, then the rest of that part was easy for me because it was just doing things that I've done in the gym thousands of times. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. The Lakers take a 3-1 to one lead as Kobe Bryant Well, I wasn't shooting the ball well at all. You have to look at other areas of the game where you can have a material impact. It's, it's, there, there is no other option. We have, we have to win it. I don't by any means necessary. Come hella high water, we're gonna get this thing done. And look who comes down with another rebound. It's 15th of the game. You know, I still have to be able to carry the threat of the shot and open things up for my other guys. Brian looking. Our chest, that's a three. This, this is the sweetest. This one's by far the sweetest because it's against them and because it's the hardest one by far. I could feel the electricity as I was pulling up to the arena. And at that point, I was just thinking to myself, okay, you gotta go out and perform. <laughs> you can't stink it up tonight. Jump fake, fade away, good! Kobe for three, up it goes! so tired he can barely pick his feet up. You know, my legs were tired, but you know, I said, listen, this is this is the shot. Pulls up, two-pointer, good! If I wasn't sitting here, I wouldn't believe it. It's hard to believe that it happened this way. It really is, like I'm still in shock about it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> And now, ladies and gentlemen, there is one man in American history that has said Kobe Bryant's name more than anybody on the microphone. Every preseason game, every regular season game, every playoff game, home and away. Celebrating his 37th campaign, as the longtime television voice of the Lakers, a warm welcome to Stu Lance.
Thank you, Lawrence. Um, as Lee said, this is such an honor to even be associated with this day, uh, 2-8-24. I did see a lot of what Kobe had to offer, and it was special in many, many ways. I told the quick story about what sold me on Kobe as a rookie. We were, I think we were on the road in Detroit or somewhere. We had a couple of days off and had some days to practice. And he wasn't, start, he wasn't a starter then. So they had a scrimmage at the, at the end of practice, two games to seven. He lost both games. After he lost the second game, he came over. I was sitting on the side on the bleacher by myself. And he came and sat not too far away from me. And I looked over at him and I saw a tear rolling down his cheek. And I thought to myself, wow, if losing hurts that much, we've got ourselves a winner. And lo and behold, we had ourselves a true, true winner. He was a talent beyond talents. The things that he could do on the basketball court, most of us could only dream of. A sad day when we had to say goodbye. So to get the story and this program started, I want to introduce some of the people that are going to be giving you some wisdom and some stories about Mr. Bryant. As I call out their name, they'll enter the stage. First, the lovely Vanessa Bryant. Next, Phil Jackson. Next, I think we have a statue of him as well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Longtime Laker and teammate of Kobe Bryant's, Derek Fisher. And last but not least, all of our boss, Jeannie Buss. Jeannie would like to start the program off by being the first at the mic. Thank you. It's my great honor to be speaking here today on behalf of the Laker organization, and it's an even greater honor to be speaking on behalf of Laker fans. There are many things for which I am thankful to my father. Near the top of the list is when he declared to Kobe, I want you to be a Laker for life. Trading for Kobe back in 1996 set this franchise and this city on a journey that was beyond our wildest dreams. We all know the numbers tell a story. 
20 years with one team, 33,643 points, 18 All-Star selections, a league MVP award, two NBA Finals MVPs, and the one that mattered the most to Kobe himself, five NBA championships. Every one of them achieved here in Lakers purple and gold. Those points, those wins. <laughs> those points, those wins, those trophies, they weren't just statistics. They were moments that transported us and brought joy to Laker fans across the city and around the world. I have spent almost my entire life around sports, and I can tell you I've never met or witnessed anyone like Kobe Bryant. Everyone who watched him play the game knows he did things on the court unlike anyone else. He was a scrapper, a fighter, a winner, and he was also an artist, and he could bend the world to his will. I think that is what my father meant when he said seeing Kobe play was like watching a miracle unfold. An NBA team once offered to trade us five players in exchange for Kobe, but Dr. Buss declined, explaining that Kobe was as rare as a flawless five-carat diamond, and five one-carat diamonds would never equal the same value. I think of Kobe constantly and miss him and Gigi more than I, words can say. But today I am filled with joy because in the future I know fans will gather here in the shade of this statue besides this building where Kobe gave us so many memories and we will share what he meant to us. And as we do so, we will motivate a new generation to emulate the Mamba mentality. And might I add, I bet we will see photos of a marriage proposal that takes place right here, inspired by the true love story of Kobe and Vanessa. That is why I'm so grateful to be here today with his family, to celebrate him and make sure that his legacy endures. In 2009, 13 years after telling Kobe he wanted him to be a Laker for life, my father described Kobe as a marvel. He was, he is, and he will always be. Thank you. This gentleman has played alongside Kobe and was one of the rare players that really, truly developed the respect that Kobe wanted from everybody, Derek Fisher. Thank you, Stu. Um, bear with me, guys. <laughs> this is... Uh, a celebratory day, but one that is definitely personal. Um, Vanessa, thank you uh, for allowing me to be here. Natalia, Bianca, Capri, um, this is special. Your, your dad, as you know, and your husband, um, one of the greatest human beings 
not just basketball players, one of the greatest human beings to ever walk this earth. And one of the greatest basketball players to ever touch a basketball. So no matter what people will ever try to tell you later about who the GOAT is and all that, <laughs> remind them, okay? <laughs> um, today we, we gather not only to, um, we still mourn the loss of obviously um, my beloved teammate, but to celebrate the extraordinary life of a leader, uh, an inspiration, and a true culture shifter on and off the basketball court. Uh, in the realm of sports, Kobe was not merely a great player. He, he was a dedicated father. Like some of the stories, when people ask me my favorite Kobe stories, I go to the father stories. I go to the girl dad stories. Uh, he, he was dedicated to that, as, as these girls know and, and Vanessa knows. He was a dedicated father, a pillar of strength for his family. His commitment to fatherhood was unwavering, um, just as his dedication to the game was. Uh, he intentionally balanced the demands of competition um, and family life. And I'm personally still in, in awe of how on the rare days off that Phil Jackson used to give, um, Kobe still found the energy to go to Disneyland with the family on those days off. Uh, that, that impressed me almost more than anything he did on the court. Um, but he wasn't just a champion, he, he was unmatched. Uh, his prowess, a rare specimen that left opposing players and all teammates inspired. Uh, he didn't just play the game, he, he defined it. Like that, that's really what it was like to be around him on a daily basis. He set the standard, he broke records. The legacy he leaves behind are foundations upon which current players and future players build their dreams. Uh, his leadership went beyond scoring points. Uh, I know people only think of him as scoring points, but he passed, I know. Um, I was the beneficiary of many of those passes. Uh, and it was about fostering a winning mentality. So when we talk about the mama mentality, it's not just about you. And for the guys and girls that wear the shoes and wear the jerseys and you talk about the mama mentality, if you ain't winning, you ain't winning. And that's what the mama mentality was also about as well, to push everybody to be their best, not just you. Uh, he was often the heartbeat of our team, a guiding force that propelled us to greatness. His impact extended well beyond victories. It was about shaping character, instilling a sense of pride and confidence in all of us that wore the purple and gold. In the realm of basketball, again, he wasn't just a player, he was a legend, like an actual living legend. That's what it felt like to be around him. His name now etched in the annals of sport forever a beacon that continues to guide aspiring players. The echoes of his accomplishments will reverberate in the aspirations of those who wear his sneakers today. As we continue to remember our fallen basketball angels, Kobe, Gianna, and the people we lost that tragic day four years ago, let us not just dwell on the sadness of how that feels, but let us today and forever moving forward celebrate the greatness that their lives represented. Uh, Kobe transcended basketball, the boundaries of the court. He touched the lives of all of us who had the privilege to know him. So in his memory, let us continue to strive for excellence, lead with unwavering dedication, and be the culture shifters that define the legacy of a true legend. Thank you.
Although this gentleman didn't get the opportunity to play alongside Kobe, he got an opportunity to watch him quite a bit. DeCap, Kareem, Abdul, Jabbar. Good afternoon, everyone. The first known statue was made 35,000 years ago, which was around the time, thank you. The first known statue was made 35,000 years ago, which was about the same time that I entered uh, puberty. <laughs> and not much has changed since then. People still have a deep need to pay homage to those among us who represent the best versions of humanity. This statue may look like Kobe, but really, it's what excellence looks like, what discipline looks like, what commitment looks like, what love of family looks like. The fact that all those qualities came in the form of an exceptionally handsome man is just a bonus. Coach Whitney used to, frequently, used to frequently quote Benjamin Franklin's line, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. When I was on the Lakers coaching staff, I had the opportunity to watch Kobe practice. I had never seen a player prepare with such focus and determination. It, it is the one thing to want to excel, but it's another to drive yourself to acquire the necessary tools to excel. Kobe's relentless determination made his teammates push themselves too. He made everyone around him play better. Kobe once said something that has stuck with me ever since. He said, I see the beauty in getting up in the morning and being in pain because I know all the hard work that it took to get to this point. He was referring to the physical pain that all professional athletes learn to live with in pursuit of excellence. But his statement is even more profound than that because we all arise from, from bed each, morning, each day with some pain, the pain of lost loved ones, the pain of lost dreams, the pain of aging out of relevance. Yet we endure that pain because it's the worthwhile cost of the daily joys and delights we experience in loving and dreaming and in growing older among family and friends. I like to think of athletes as artists. Like the painter or poet, the athlete offers a temporary distraction from the struggles of life as well as the keen insights that struggles that help lessen the weight we all carry. We battered our hands in amazement as we watched Kobe defy the laws of gravity and movement as he leapt, dodged, and pirouetted from one end of the court to the other. He was a defender's worst nightmare. And that was entertainment. We learned from him that the limits of what is physically possible can be expanded, given enough effort and enough heart. That was insight. That was Kobe. A statue is a wonderful contradiction. It captures a person frozen in time 
while at the same time acknowledges that the reason there is a statue in the first place is because that person is timeless. We're all here today to honor a man who represents not just extraordinary sports achievement, but also timeless values and inspire us all to try harder to be not just better, but our best. Thank you, Kobe. You're listening to KSPN Los Angeles, a good karma brand's radio station. Not a lot of people can say that they had the opportunity to coach Kobe Bryant, but this guy obviously had that opportunity, made the most of it, and together they won some championships. Coach Phil Jackson. Vanessa, Laker, management, Buzz family, and those players that have played championship games for the Laker uniform. Will you stand up in this audience, you guys that have done that, and we're teammates, some of you, with Kobe Bryant. Thank you. I had an initial talk when I came to the Laker organization and Jerry West had provided a room for Kobe to meet with me. It was private prior to the ceremony and he talked about the fact of how many hours he had watched the former team that I coached play basketball. And he was ready to step into that and he was ready to win championships. He was 22. <clears throat> now I have twin boys that are exactly a year younger than he is, 21. And being a father that has semi-delinquent children, <laughs> I knew that this guy was much more serious than the children I was raising. He was very serious about this game. <clears throat> we struggled, Toby and I struggled a lot the first year. It was, I will tell you, like looking at Michael Jordan and come fly with me or whatever that video was. He had everything, all the markings, the way he posed, the way he held himself. It was almost amazing. And there were times I would pull him to the sideline and say, don't try to take over this game. It's not time. Don't try to take over this game. But he was dying to do so. And he was ready to do so. I arranged a meeting between Michael and Kobe to give him a little impression of how to handle being in a restricted basketball system they relied on passing the ball to available teammates and wanting to go one-on-one -on -one with this guy in front of you. <laughs> so I arranged, we had a little meeting in the cigar room and off, the, uh, off the bar downstairs and Michael and I were sitting there and 
Kobe walked in after a shower in the press and whatnot, and he sat down and he said, Michael, I can take you one-on-one. <laughs> and Michael said, well, I think you might. I'm 37, you're 22, right? <laughs> but that was part of his growing up years. And his teammates would come to me and say, you know, Kobe never goes out with us. He's always in his room, he's watching tape, he's doing this and that but he's not really associating with us. And so I pulled him aside and I said, uh, you want to be captain of the team someday, don't you? And he said, oh, I should be captain now. <laughs> I said, Kobe, you don't associate with your teammates. You're separate and apart. Well, all they think about are girls and hubcaps and cars and whatever. I'm watching the game. It's a serious business for me. And that was how he was. We wondered. Was this going to happen? Were there times, so many times, when I had to kind of pull him over to the sideline and say, not yet. It's not time yet. Go inside. Feed Shaq the ball. He'll get it to the open man. When we went into the playoffs, the answers were proven. You all remember various items that happened. One. The lob pass to Shaq in the seventh game of the Portland series that year. The Indiana series when he tore up an ankle in the second game when Rose put his foot underneath him and he landed awkwardly and sprained his ankle. The fourth game in Indiana, he came off during an overtime and won the game for the team and Shaq picked him up and carried him off the court and said, my little brother won the game for us today. And that's the making of a dynasty that happened those three years. And then there was a year of discontent. Shaq didn't get an operation until the season started. And Kobe, who was serious about maybe winning four in a row, not three in a row, wasn't enough. He wanted four in a row. Kind of held it against him. I had to say, you know, basketball is basketball. And you have to play the game with what you got and how you come to the understanding of what your team's going to be in this particular year. The fifth season, we went to the finals, fourth time in five years. Difficult year. Gary Payton, Carl Malone were on our team. Carl was injured. Horace Grant was injured in the finals. And we struggled and lost. Devastating loss. Most devastating thing that you can do as a coach is survive after loss in the, in the finals. I don't know if players feel the same way, but I'd had it happen both as a player and as a coach, so I know the intensity of it. Coming back from a sabbatical, that's what I call it, to take the the reins of the Laker team over again. Kobe and I worked out a pack. This time, let's cooperate and collaborate. And that we did. We collaborated on how we're going to get a center, Pau Gasol, to fill the gap. We collaborated on players that were playing at a higher level and needed to have a boost or needed to have 
some kind of a charge put in them. Over the years, I've given him books on leadership. Winnie the Pooh in leadership. That's right. And the Tao of leadership. And Kobe absorbed them, and that initial feeling of how much better am I than my teammates would always kind of survive and surface and come to the edge. I don't know if you remember this, but he scored 50 points inside of three quarters one time against Dallas. I benched him in the fourth quarter. <laughs> a lot of fans didn't appreciate that, but we were up by 25, 30 points, and I said, no, that's, that's enough. We're going to win this game, and we're going to save some motion for another game on another night. But the night he got 81, we needed all those points. They were running a zone against us, and we devised a little offensive system that would exaggerate Kobe having a one-on-one -on -one opportunity with our power forward, small forward, or Jalen Rose. <laughs> he ate that up. There are two things that made me proud of Kobe and who he was. In the year of our discontentment, we had played a game on Tuesday night here in LA and flew up to Portland. Mardi Gras, I didn't know it was Mardi Gras until I got to Portland. The streets were still reveling with drunken young people at three in the morning. And we always had a kind of a statement about the NBA, bags at 2.30 or 3, about maybe 4. You might get in at 2.30 or 3 and maybe get to bed. The next morning we were staying in the Benson Hotel and I was sitting in the lobby reading a paper at 9 o'clock in the morning waiting for my staff to come down for our meeting before shoot-around. And I got a tap on the shoulder. It was Kobe. He'd been to Mass, he had ashes on his forehead, and I knew he was working on himself. Important. The seventh game of the playoffs against the Boston Celtics in 2010, Kobe was having a horrible game. He ended up being six for 24 that night. And we kept saying to Kobe, stay inside the system, don't go out on your own. Keep it moving, keep the ball moving, hit the open man, make the motion that we have to go through. He finally got into it, we won the game, Ronnie Artest hit a three down the stretch, which was big. <clears throat> Sasha capped it off with a couple of free throws that were down the stretch. And we celebrated a highly intense rivalry. Jay Leno, had the team, invited the team to go on a Tonight Show, and about seven or eight of them came on the Tonight Show, and some of them were in the front, some were sitting in the back on chairs. And as Jay Leno was trying to make humor, he said, What's, who's this guy that was always in a uniform, or never in a uniform, always dressed, that's sitting behind you right there? And Kobe said, don't make fun of Adam, Adam Morrison. He's one of our teammates. He puts in the work. He may not get to dress, 
but he puts in the work and he's part of our team. And then I knew that's when I was the proudest of Kobe. Staples Center then, and there used to be a saying about, well, I guess there still is a saying, behind every great man there's a great woman? No. Beside every great man there's a great woman. I don't know, I, I don't know if you remember this, Vanessa, but it was maybe the first year, second year that Staples opened and we were in the family room and I just commented to you about you should give a seminar on, on how to raise children. I had never in my long life met more well-behaved children than the Bryants. It was truly amazing. That discipline uh, to do things of that nature obviously was within the family. Kobe was great at what he did. Vanessa, you're great at what you do. Welcome, Vanessa Bryant. goes without saying that today is an especially sad day for us since Kobe and Gigi aren't here for what is supposed to be an incredibly joyous moment in Kobe's legacy. I want to thank you all for being here and showing your love and support for Kobe and our family. I'm thankful for all of the fans, including those watching and supporting from home. Kobe has so many people that have supported him all over the world from the very beginning. And this moment isn't just for Kobe, but it's for all of you that have been rooting for him all of these years. And to the fans here in LA, this is a special city Kobe was so proud to represent. You welcomed him with open arms and have been so important to him, our family and his legacy. It brings me joy to see how much love you have for all of us. We love you back. I'd also like to thank Jeannie and Linda for their hard work in helping me with the statue and in making this day possible. So much goes into this process and I'm really grateful for everyone that helped make this special day happen. And for the record, Kobe picked the pose you're about to see. 
So if anyone has any issues with it, tough <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> because fans all over the world and the City of Angels loved Kobe so much, he will have three statues in front of the arena, also known as the house that Kobe built. One wearing the number eight, one with our beautiful daughter Gianna, and one wearing the number 24. Julie M. Ronnie worked on this particular statue and did a great job of capturing the moment Kobe wanted while adding the details I requested to make it all come together. One detail you may notice on the statue is that all of our daughter's names are tattooed on Kobe's arm. Although some of our girls weren't born at the time of that particular moment, that specific detail is for Kobe. A few additional elements that I requested to be added to the statue are Kobe's five championship trophies, Kobe's career accolades, the sheath QR code to watch Kobe's highlights pertaining to the statue on your phone, and the triangle-shaped base as a nod to Tex Winter and PJ's triangle offense. Clearly, it was that trio's favorite shape. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Kobe and Tex spoke so much about scoring within the triangle offense that I often saw triangles in my sleep. <laughs> now you'll get to think of them too. Thanks, PJ. Phil, Kareem, Derek, and Jeannie, you meant a whole lot to Kobe. We appreciate you for being here and sharing your memories of my husband with us today. As I see today's current generation of star players follow in Kobe's footsteps with huge scoring games, I know he would take pride in knowing that he is still pouring inspiration into the game that was so special to him. I don't want to reveal too much about the statue before you see it. So I'll leave you with one of my husband's amazing quotes. Leave the game better than you found it. And when it comes time for you to leave, leave a legend. And that he did. To honor the Mamba, Kobe Bryant, the new statue.
We want to thank you all for your attendance today. I know it's a day you all always remember uh, and always keep Kobe in your hearts. Go Lakers. I want the rest of all of you to come this way. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., the statue will be available for Laker Nation and fans around the world to come visit here at Crypto.com Arena. Wow, Mike. I usually don't call you Mike. What a moment.